are now listening to the Dynasty Rewind. Welcome back to the Dynasty Rewind, everybody. I'm your host, Michael Bauer. The best in the business is back in business. We have a fantastic show planned for you guys tonight. We're going to be doing an NFL draft preview. It's next week, but we wanted to do it now. You know, give you guys kind of a week to marinate with our draft preview. See how right Porkman is and all the uh, 30 plus veteran age guys getting picked that Porkman loves. You know what I'm talking about, right, Pork? I don't. I don't. It's only you, a couple a year. And it you, happens, you know. You in the corner? Pork? No, I'm not. Because well, I mean, that looks like a corner behind you. Well, the corner is behind me, but uh, you know, usually Rome has four corners, Mike. So, well, I didn't know if you were in the. Okay, it doesn't matter. We got Pork fans <laughs> joining us. Uh, how you doing tonight, Pork? I'm great. I'm glad, glad to be back. Uh, took a little vacation last week. You know, just 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 a week to get my mind ready for this draft and this episode. So, ecstatic to be back. Yeah, Pork Man was wilding. Um, but we missed him, and uh, we also have another very special guest. We got Mike Huff from the FF Faceoff. How are you doing tonight, Mike? Wonderful. And uh, just to be clear, nobody puts Parkman in a corner. Nobody. <laughs> no. Even even if a room has got four corners, no one puts Parkman in a corner. That you got right. that right. That's it. Nate's going to be along shortly. He is eating some medium eggs, which until about 15 minutes ago, I didn't know was a thing. So he's going to have what? some medium eggs. Yeah, I didn't know that that was a thing. I've never been somewhere like, yeah, give me some medium eggs. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Is that just dippy eggs? It means it's, like. It's slightly cooked dippy eggs. Right. Which That's all gross. it is. Then it's just. Yeah, a dip- it's just disgusting. Exactly. Like, I'm, I'm with you on that one. Okay. With all due respect. Yes. All right. Yeah. Sounds. I don't know. It's not, I, I don't, I'm not a breakfast for dinner guy, but anyway, uh, we got some, some guests coming in right now. They're going to, they're going to talk to you guys for a couple minutes right now. We have Julian. He is the host of the point after, and we also have Ben, uh, great guys, great podcast. Go check them out at the point after podcast. Uh, they are part of the true North fantasy football network, uh, both fantastic guys, and they are doing something great for the fantasy football community this summer. Julian, Ben, why don't you explain to everybody what you guys have going on? Yes, let's. So, Ben, if, if you don't mind, I'll uh, I'll take the take it away here first. So, yeah. um, we're we're running a uh, sixteen team best ball uh, potathon league, and so basically, what we're doing is we have a um, donation system set up with our uh, donation of choice, which is Cyber Smiles Foundation. Uh, we have it set up with them that when you donate, uh, every $20 that you donate is one entry into our raffle. And then when uh, three weeks before the uh, before we actually have the, the whole Potathon event, we are going to be raffling um, off all of these entry tickets. So, you know, the more you donate, the more entries you get into the uh, into this league. And so, uh, Ben, I'll throw to you now. Uh, we can talk we can talk some prizes after this. But, uh, you know, in case I missed anything off the hop there that you wanted to get um, out on the table. Uh, let's hear. 
Yeah, uh, no, I think you pretty much covered it. Um, just real quick, I, I am not on True North, uh, just so you know. Um, I'm not with uh, Julie, and I don't actually pod together. I do have a pod um, on 14P, but uh, you know, so we'll cover that. <laughs> my my but, apologies. I, I was, <laughs> I'm looking at too many Twitter windows and just kind of merging everything together. So my apologies. <laughs> it's all right. So well, and it doesn't help that Julian and I have like almost matching handles, like just right, look at complete that. coincidence. So <laughs> you guys um, me up, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Um, anyway. So yeah, I mean, I think Julian hit pretty much all of it. So, I mean, we started this event just really trying to raise awareness and really to the serious impact of cyberbullying. It's really the whole like reason we're doing this is just, I mean, we can't have enough awareness around cyberbullying, mental health and, and those types of, uh, you know, really things, especially as you know, we've seen some things break down really even today. So um, just kind of in the, the fantasy community and things like that. So we're super excited about it. We're going to basically just do this live draft of a, uh, a best ball league, sort of like ESPN and the NFL network do and, and really have a lot of people on it. Um, just kind of talking about the draft picks as they're happening all day. So not only talking about mental health and, and, cyberbullying, but also talking about this draft as it's happening. So if you get involved in the league and you get chosen to be a part of it, then uh, you're going to have, you know, folks like Julian and I, and um, a lot of other folks within the uh, the community talking about your draft picks. Well, you know, that's a, a perfect segue then, because one of those people that's going to be talking about it is actually on this podcast, two of them, <laughs> three of them, even, uh, you know, uh, potentially uh, Mike, I'm, I'm shooting my shot here, but uh, so, so we're, we're, we're here you, we're here to announce, Mike. You are taking over an hour with the Dynasty Rewind crew of the Brighter Skies Podathon. So, uh, you know, I'm just super pumped to have you on. Like, obviously, I, super, I respect this podcast so much, and um, you know everything that you guys have built there. And and so, uh, thank you so much for for taking this on. And yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a good hour. Uh, I'm not going to give it away yet because some of the guests that we have lined up. Uh, aren't a hard confirm as of right now. It's obviously schedule dependent. It is a few months away. So um, working on a good hour. That, again? Uh, that is June 26th. Yeah, June June 26th. We're uh, going to start at 10 a.m. Eastern and basically run it until it's over. Um, at this point, we're planning on probably a 14-hour pot-a-thon. Um, and, and just like to kind of let everybody know that's let's listen in what's going on is is like you said dynasty dynasty rewind is essentially going to take over an hour of the 14 hour potathon so we're letting these guys have their hour do their show how they want to do it bring on whoever they want as guests and essentially at that point like just talk about your picks as they're happening if you're involved in the league and um and just really talk about their personal experiences whether it's mental health bullying i mean whatever you want to talk about it's your hour to to, to really um to raise mm -hmm. this awareness uh, yeah. yeah well i'm yeah. in a former fashion so drop me a line for sure okay yeah that's awesome Sweet. appreciate that it'd be really awesome if anyone wants to drop my cuff line uh you can find him on twitter at the ff realist he doesn't have his Twitter handle right there if you're watching, but uh, great guy to have as a, a pod podcast guest. Uh, he does a podathon as well. He's going to be doing one in July. That's going to be a fan. That's going to be 24 hours, right? Yeah, we just figured let's cut the foreplay. Let's just do it. So 24 hours. <laughs> I, I mean, we, we kept wanting to push it last year. We were like, let's go two more hours. Let's go one more hour. So might as well just go 24. So we'll yeah. see how it goes. Skipping the foreplay, you could tell that a married man is putting this potathon together. You, <laughs> you should have so, seen the white face when I said 24 hours. That did not go well. So, <laughs> also plan on helping Mike and Anthony with their potathon. And my wife asked me how long I plan on 
you know, doing it for. I said the whole 24, if I can, she said, you know, you have a family. And I was like, yeah, the same family that you're leaving for three days when you go to Florida. Right. So, Ben, Julian, thank you for stopping by. Do you have anything else you'd like to add before, uh, before we let you guys go? All I, all I want to throw out there is what people are playing for because we have a wicked prize list. Um, basically, we've set it up so every single person who gets into the league is going to walk away with a prize. Uh, you know, even if you finish 16th, you're you're going to get whatever prize is left because first place is going to get to choose a prize, second place chooses theirs, and so on and so forth. And so, um, you know, not only are you donating to a charity that's out to uh, you know stop cyberbullying and and impact mental health, but also your um, you're, you know, getting into this league where you, you get to have a cool draftathon, and you, at the end of it, you get a, a prize no matter what. So it's a win-win-win all around. Uh, I'm honestly just so excited about this, uh, about this whole event. I keep talking about it, and so it's, it's. Uh, I, I feel like everybody knows about it now. I forget I need to like explain things. So my apologies if you have any questions. Please reach out to either myself or Ben. I'm happy to answer anything that you guys need. There is a bit of a process after you donate that you have to uh, get a form filled out in order to finish uh, your entry, but I'm not going to get into that here. If you do have any questions, you can check out the Brighter Skies FF uh, handle on Twitter. We have all of the, literally all the information that you need on there. There's a link tree that um, it, it gives you everything that you need to do to get signed up for for the Pothon. So um, yeah, I appreciate you having us on, man. It's been uh, it's been a pleasure. Yeah, and one of those gifts that you we you will be able to receive is a Dynasty Rewind T-shirt. Um, I'm putting that gift up personally. So that's just kind of my way to help contribute to this. Want to make sure that everybody comes away feeling good being in the league. You know, everybody can contribute in some way. We're going to have a great time on the Potathon, too, guys. It's going to be fantastic. So, yeah, it's going to be great. The only other thing I would hit on is, like Julian said, we've got the handle at Brighter Skies FF on Twitter. And um, and just to get into it, if you're curious, it's, it's 20 bucks is all we're asking for a donation to the charity that we chose. So it's 20 bucks. And then I saw Will in the chat. So, and I know you guys are getting your stuff from there too. I'm not wearing the shirt because it's cold as heck here in Arkansas right now. But <laughs> we've got we've got the gear from nice. Brady and Global. So um, that's yeah. our logo. Brady and Global is awesome. awesome, and they've helped us put um, 100% of profits from anything that you buy from them for Brighter Skies is going to the charity too. So yeah, well, yeah. so go check it out. Will's yep. doing a great job over there. You can get Brighter Skies merch. You can get the FF Face Off merch. You can get Dynasty Rewind merch, and you can get a Van Jefferson shirt that Portland. <laughs> right now that's right that's a sick shirt i like that all it's so basically anything that you need they have it for you um guys thank you again for stopping by so i'm gonna go ahead and get you guys out and i'm gonna bring nate back in but again before we go tell everyone where they can find you on twitter (laughs) i appreciate it uh i'm at the extra point ff we do a weekly show on thursday nights at at 9 30 eastern time via at 14p underscore pod is where you can find me all right, and that is the correct podcast that you can find him on, unlike what That's I it. said. And I'm sorry about that. And Julie, good. where can we find you on Twitter? You can find me at the point after FF on Twitter. Uh, I do a podcast every Friday night at 9 o'clock Eastern. Uh, this week I'm having uh, Nick from Play to Win on with Dan Brown from our True North and Sons of Dynasty. So I'm really looking forward to it. We're going to do our final uh, mock for the – 2021 pre-draft season six days before the nfl draft so uh it should be should be a blast all right good stuff gentlemen thank you very much so ben there you go and julian as i like to say to you frig off julian (laughs) 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 and now joining us we got nate christian nate how you doing tonight 
I'm doing pretty well. Um, I think you guys were making fun of my eggs, weren't you? Yeah, he's fine for now. Why am I glorious? Yes, we were making fun of your eggs. Absolutely. There you go. So, um, all right. Do you guys want to talk about the NFL draft a little bit? Yes. Yes. All right. So it is one week and some days away. Hmm. Whenever you guys are listening to this, I don't know. It's almost here. Unless you're listening to it after the fact, and then you can see how correct we were on our assessments. We're going to go ahead. We're going to bring up the draft order right here with some of my screen because I don't know how to just make that be a whole thing. But anyway, here's the draft order. So I think it's pretty easy. Pick one. Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, right. obviously. Right. Yeah. I'll, I mean, they're buying up posters already, so I think it's a done deal. Yeah. <laughs> Here's where it gets picky. Pick two. A lot of people are saying Zach Wilson. Some people are saying Justin Fields. Zach I, I think they're going to go just, I mean, they're going to go um, Zach Wilson. Yeah. I mean, those, they've been talking too much about it. Yeah. And, and those odds, too. If, if you check Vegas, I mean, those mm-hmm. odds are, you know, it's, 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 it's Wilson. Okay. All right. I mean, I, I think I think it's Wilson. I think the better pick at two would be Justin Fields. Well, that's debatable. Yeah, exactly. I agree, but I, I just hope the Jets Justin are going to jet. Yeah, I would hate to see Justin Fields' career get ruined. Exactly. <laughs> you know, but at the same oh, point in time, let, let me just ask this. If you want Zach Wilson, weren't you just better off keeping Sam Darnold? Wow. Is that what we're doing here? I'm just saying, like... <laughs> You could have just kept this somewhat known commodity. Yeah, with yeah the new, all right, what, but yeah, I think I it's, agree. Yeah, no, I. I mean, Zach Wilson I mean, has more upside going forward than Sam Darnold. I mean, it's it's definitely fair to say, but I think it's that old philosophy of you know we got a new regime in here, brand new, start anew, and so out with the old, in with the new. But I, you know, sidebar. I always do sidebars in this show. I'm always a guest, and I just like just wherever the hell I want. It's so bad. I'm never going to be invited again. Um, does anybody think Donald's going to be okay? Like, is anybody on the Donald bandwagon when he's in Carolina? Yeah, I am yeah. for sure. Okay. Cool. Just, right. It's just because I don't trust what Adam Gase did to like perfect example, Ryan Tannehill. Right. He went from there to, you know, hey, Mike, you're on uh, you're in your DMs, bro. Damn yeah, man, but uh, on, this, on, this, on the on the share screen. Oh, sorry, but um, I was trying to respond. <laughs> to My bad. No, 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 you're good. No, but it's, I think it's a perfect case of you know what Adam Gates did to Tannehill. Then he went to Tennessee, and he looks like a world beater. I right. think if 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 he gets you know the proper coaching world once he goes to uh world beater. Well, I mean, he looked really really good. Quarterback. Hey, I. He was a consistent quarterback that nobody wanted in fantasy. He was a world beater as terms yeah. of value, and not not in terms of being a Super Bowl quarterback. But he almost they almost went to the Super Bowl. Like <laughs> it was close enough for them to do, it, even though he did have a lot of help from uh, from Derrick Henry. The other thing I'm, I would t- I'm talking in terms of fantasy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the last thing I'd say on that is, by, you know, a lot of people point to Tannehill and say, "Oh, well, because of Tannehill," which I agree. I'm I'm um I'm in that camp. I think people get hot and bothered because people think that we're automatically saying Donald's going to be Tannehill. That's not necessarily what we're saying. We're just saying right. success could be on the horizon. But Exactly. Okay. Um, for the sake of looking at the draft order, do we just want to keep it to what skill positions we think could go there? Like, I don't want to be breaking down 
offensive lineman, defensive lineman. Now, you think if there's a stud linebacker or something that you guys think would go somewhere or defensive back, feel free to throw that in there. I know IDP isn't really the strong suit of this group. I'm sure um, our IDP guy, Bob Van Duzer, is blowing up our Twitch chat, so maybe he has something (laughs) that he can add in. Let's go to pick number three. I want to go to Mike on this one since he is the resident 49ers fan. Very nervous. three. Is it Justin Fields? Is it Mac Jones? Is it something completely different? I mean, is this all a smokescreen? What are your thoughts? I mean, I have changed my mind on this about 3,700 times in the last four minutes. Um, I think it's going to be Justin Fields. I will not be shocked if it's Trey Lance at all. And if it's Mac Jones, listen, when you have to remember, 49ers Twitter is like, out of their minds. It, remember where we came from. We came from Jim Tomasula farting during press conferences <laughs> and Chip Chip Kelly not knowing which way is which, you know. I know all we've, about that. We've, we've, we've come a long, long way. So to me, in Kyle, I trust. I trust Kyle. I trust Kyle Shanahan with my life. So if he says, listen, I'm taking Mac Jones. All right. I want to see it, but it's a lot to give up to get him, but okay, let's do it. Cause you know what? Maybe you weren't getting him at 12, but I do think it's going to be fields. Um, and I think that if they do intend to keep Jimmy Garoppolo, which they said that they were going to do, they said they wanted to keep him this year. I think Trey Lance is the best way to kind of justify keeping Jimmy Garoppolo around for another year. Cause mm-hmm. Lance among all these guys based on experience seems like he needs you know, a little more work, a little more of a project, if you will. So I'm going fields for now. Ask me again tomorrow. Okay. I'm not nervous at all. <laughs> Guys, thoughts on pick three? Uh, I think it's fields. I, I honestly think I, they should go. I think fields, like you said earlier, I think you should go too. But I think it's it'll be a stone cold lock at three. Uh, if you, if you get somebody that can sit behind Garoppolo, I guess kind of learn a little bit. I kind of understand the Trey Lance thing, but if you if you just want pure talent, I think Fields is the way to go. I think he will work uh, best better in that offense. Okay. Nate? Sorry, I keep covering your face up when I put comments up. <laughs> just the nature just of the beast respect. now. Yeah. That's um, what happens when you eat messy eggs, dude. That's what happens, man. Apparently, you know. Um at this pick, I think it is Justin Fields. Um, I know we got a lot of Mac Jones smokescreen at first, but Justin Fields has actually been working with Kyle Shanahan for the past two years at a quarterback camp in the offseason. So Kyle Shanahan knows what he's got in Justin Fields. And I think it's just – I think it's obvious, but they're trying to get around it for some reason just in case um, to just are thinking about Justin Fields. But – uh it's it's going to be Fields, I think. Okay. Now you want to talk about a spot where a quarterback could sit and learn for a year or two. We got the Atlanta Falcons at four. Seems to be a fitting spot for Trey Lance. Possibly. I, I like the Falcons to trade back. I really think they're the first team that we see trade back. Mm-hmm. Like specifically with the Broncos, maybe the Panthers, you know, I saw I saw a report today the Panthers were debating trading back. I did see that as well. Which was interesting. But I, you know, I but I hear what you're saying, but I, I did see that today. So who the hell knows? I yeah. think this would be a prime. I think this is a prime thing for Denver and like a dark horse like Detroit, if they don't really trust golf, 
if they want to get out of his contract after a year and have him learn, they can trade up and get like a Trey Lance or something like that if he's available. But I've been hearing a lot of stuff about Kyle Pitts going for too, which I'm all for as well. Except for my Hayden Hurst love. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, yeah, I'd rather have I'd rather have Kyle Pitts more than Hayden Hurst, unfortunately, for you. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I get it. I don't know. I think this would be a good spot for Trey Lance. But apparently the next spot, a lot of people are saying could be Kyle Pitts. Could be Jamar Chase as well. And that's the Cincinnati Bengals at five. Um, I can tell you one thing. If they do take someone that's not an offensive lineman, it's just they hate Joe Burrow. But Twitter uh, tilted so hard at that picture of Joe Burrow with his knee scar there. You know, well, picture him cool. sitting on the throne in those new Bengal uniforms that don't look that new, but they still look <laughs> they still look pretty, still look they, pretty nice. They look like their Thursday night color rush uniforms. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, they still look sweet. They just don't look different. Yeah. Yeah. Right. If, but, if you want to do something for your fan base, protect your franchise quarterback. Does anybody here think that it's not Penny Sewell here? It, it needs to be Penny Sewell. Right? It, it really it has to be. You, then you're just playing, you're just playing Russian roulette at this point. Are you going to wait? Because I heard they might trade back too. That's a possibility. But I don't think passing on Penny Sewell is a, is a smart idea. The one thing that jams me up with these drafts and you you guys talk rookies all the time and so this must be a crazy time for you guys this like take last year's draft for example we thought oh well this pick is obvious this one's obvious and it like all of a sudden everything changes on draft night so it's like mm. we're, we're saying penny has got to be the pick but like who the hell knows what's going to happen on draft night i don't know and I, what i'd say is I, I wouldn't be surprised if they take jamar chase because of the the continuity between him and, and Burrow. But I honestly still think it's a mistake. You already have a number one. You have Tyler Boyd. And there's a lot of value in the second and third rounds for receivers. They can they can wait if they want to get another pass catcher. On that note as well, Pork, then there's a you can find quality starting offensive linemen in the second and third round of the NFL draft as well. Not as good as Sewell though. I understand that. In but- my opinion. Uh, no, I, I agree. I'm just saying that could be something that they think to that would be their rebuttal. You know, since a very deep offensive tackle class. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree. Um, so let's move on to uh, number six, then the Miami Dolphins. I think this right here would be a really good spot for Kyle Pitts, which would kill a lot of my Mike Gusecki shares. Mike Gusecki just not panning out so far like we thought he would. Um, keep in mind, I did say Pat Frymuth is everything you wanted in Mike Gusecki but he can block. So I think this would be a good spot for Kyle Pitts. If not, this would be a really, really good spot for any one of these top-tier wide receivers because Miami doesn't really have that. They have Will Fuller, who's been up and down in his career. They have Preston Williams. Devonta Parker. Devonta Parker, and that's really not that great of a receiving core. You know who I think would be a great fit here for Miami at number six would be Jalen Waddle. Pair him back up with Tua. Mm-hmm. Might be a bit high, possibly, but uh, the Dolphins do also have the 18th pick, which we'll get to shortly. Can, can um, I ask you guys a, a question since you guys are Dynasty guys? Sure. Of course, obviously, Dynasty Rewind. Us on the FFA off, we tend to talk a lot about Tua, and do we buy into Tua or not? What Are you, are you guys buying into Tua? 
me personally, I was never on the Tua train. And I, I hate to be that way because I like to see players progress and get better as their careers go on. But I've never personally seen the upside. I see the upside in Tua. I don't see the consistency in Tua. Okay. If you look at Tua in college, all his passing yards, a lot of that was yak from the receiver. A lot of it. The the way the offense was designed is to, and it, it was a it was a well designed offense. You know, Alabama is very productive every single year. You know that. Of course. But it's to get their their playmakers open in space, and then let the playmakers do, oh, you know, what what they do best, and just that's run fast and get into the end zone. So, I was never a big Tua fan. We liked Herbert better. Mm-hmm. You know, and we think that I, I still like Herbert better than Tua. I mean, I liked Tua a lot last year. I still think he's got that potential. Um, it was a bad rookie year. I think the Dolphins coaching staff didn't do him any favors, you know, putting him in, no. taking him back out, putting him in, taking him back out. Yeah. Um, and they're setting up a good team. I mean, they got a great defense. They got tons of picks in this draft and next year. So I think – Everything is there for Tua to succeed. And if he doesn't look good this year, I mean, I think he'll be replaceable next year. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. they've put so much around him that he needs to ball out this year with, you know, the high draft pick they use on him. Otherwise, I mean, in his third year, he could be looking at some kind of competition at least. Yeah. I mean, if if not, then they are what the Broncos are right now, a quarterback away from being competitive. We'll get to them in a little bit, but uh, we have the Detroit Lions at number seven. I guess uh, just for Maddie, we got to say Nico Collins here, <laughs> right? I think it's a slight reach, just slightly. Bit. But Nico uh, to the two nine in the mock we did uh, was a bit of a reach too, in my opinion. But we know Maddie loves him. What are you guys feeling for the Lions? I like a wide receiver. It's, I like I like yeah. Devonta Smith here a lot. Actually, I think he fits how. Jared Goff throws to wide receivers, you know, a guy that can take a screen to the house, can work off of those short routes and have something after the catch. I like Devonta Smith at this spot a lot, just, you know, because he fits Jared Goff, if that's the long-term answer. And if not, Devonta Smith is a guy that can fit any quarterback and would be a great guy for a rookie quarterback to lean on two, three years from now. Mm. Uh, I got like maybe three different positions. I feel as though they could go Slater here. Um, just to protect the quarterback a little bit better. Uh, and I'm good with the Devontae Smith as well, but I think this is a good Michael Parsons spot as well. They kind of need help with the defense in the middle. Um, a new head coach, Dan Campbell, he's like one of those rah-rah crazy guys, and mm-hmm. he looks like he wants somebody to just take somebody's head off. And I think Michael Parsons can be that type of guy that can take somebody's head off and you know really go into that philosophy of how he coaches. Take someone's head off or maybe bite their kneecap, but I mean, yeah, kneecaps. I'm, I'm, I'm rolling with, I'm rolling with Jamar Chase here again, and it, it, it's this is again, this is the problem with these drafts. We feel like all these picks at the top. Well, this is obvious. This, this should happen. This is supposed to happen. I think Jamar Chase is the first wide receiver off the board, and, and I, and and I think it's to the lines. Um, so that's pretty much it. I unfortunately, you know, Bauer. Curse me out over the phone uh, through text <laughs> over my uh, Devonta Smith call, which we'll get to in a second. No, it's not that I 
No, I didn't. Anyway, so yeah, I'll tell you, what. you weren't happy. That's that's sure shit. I, you know, <laughs> I'm not the most pleasant person in the world. What can I say? So uh, for the sake of time, we'll just kind of, we'll kind of fuck you, Pork Man. We'll speed it up. <laughs> later. Um, I'll just I'll touch on the Panthers quick. I know they're looking to trade back offensively. I don't know really what they need. Maybe a second wide receiver. If Robbie Anderson's not the guy long term. They got DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel left. Maybe a tight end. This would be a really good spot for Kyle Pitts. What do you think about that? That would yeah. be a great spot for Kyle Pitts. Ian Thomas yeah. didn't really uh, didn't help people out last year. I don't see how he all. gets past the Dolphins, but yeah, I mean, if he does go, if he does land here, yeah, prime spot for sure. Uh, at number nine, the Broncos are supposedly in the market for a quarterback. I could see a guy like Trey Lance falling here. Possibly, it's it's not out of the realm of possibilities, right? Yeah, I, it was just one crazy thing to me, and then you know, you guys can go. Just I, you think about last year's draft, we thought about man, look at all these weapons are getting for Drew Locke. They're loading, the, they're they're loading the guns, they're loading the cannons, and one year later, well, maybe we're looking for a quarterback. Maybe we're hoping a Trey Lance falls. So it's just mm-hmm. it's it's wild what a difference a year uh, a, a year makes, but. Guess that's what happens when uh, Vic Fangio could potentially be on the chopping block. So, yeah, that's true. It is. And then uh, at number ten, a lot of people have said that Kyle Pitts could be possibly falling to the Dallas Cowboys at ten. Hope not. Yeah, I don't want that. <laughs> I think uh, that's. I think. I think the Cowboys is a perfect spot for it. They're they're going to take Sertan if he if he falls to ten. Yeah, I think they they need. I mean, they offensively they're set pretty much mm-hmm. for right now. Uh, they need some defensive upgrades in Dallas. Big personally. time. They were getting cooked last year, but they got yeah. a new defensive coordinator now. So mm-hmm. I can't think of his name, but Dan uh, Quinn. Yeah, Dan Quinn. He's good Dan on Quinn. defense. That's it. Don't don't take care of the whole team. Just That's stick right. to he, one. Stick to one thing, and he's good he's at that one thing. And he's going to run a solid defense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, at number eleven, we have the New York Football Giants, and they could really use a wide receiver. I think. Yeah, they could. Darius Slayton's okay. Sterling Shepard, sorry, fantasy players. He's not going to be it. Evan Ingram's good mm-hmm. for what, six or seven games a year. Um, and, and, yeah. and, and a Pro Bowl. Evan yeah. Ingram. yeah. <laughs> a Pro Bowl, just one. What do you think? Who, who, who would be a good Nate? Be a good wide receiver for the Giants? Ah, man. It, like, I think Shepard's a pretty good good wide receiver three when healthy i don't like a wide receiver to them but if they do get one i know that for a while waddle was the um kind of chosen one for the giants uh people wanted to set up waddle being the deep threat with the big x receiver across from him whether that's slayton or galladay now um so i think if they picked one waddle kind of makes sense you know gives him special teams gives him that big yak guy but um i don't see them going wide receiver in the first round now okay I forgot about the Galladay signing. They were another team, by the way, really quick. They were another team that was rumored today to be debating trading back. Trading back, right. Yeah. Well, the next team should trade back because they need a lot of everything. And at pick number 12, we have the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, They need offensive line, wide receiver. They need defensive backs. They need linebackers. They need defensive line. They need a little bit of everything. I don't. I, I kind of disagree with a lot of that, Mike. Uh, that's fine. I'm the host, so you can disagree as much. Well. <laughs> I'm going to disagree again. Quarterback. 
So you sound like we need a whole team, Mike. We, just, we need gosh, general manager. We, can we draft a new GM? You know, uh-huh. I I tease this, and I know we got Eagles fans in the house, so I'm not going to dominate too much of this. But I uh, but I teased it. So I text Bauer the other night uh, about the mock draft we did on the FF faceoff, and I think this is a Devonta Smith spot. And I'm not saying it's the right spot for him. I'm not saying it's the right pick or it's a logical pick. I think it's the type of pick that the Eagles will make, and they'll be like, "Hey, look, we did a great thing in the first round." Like. And it's gonna piss everybody off. And Bauer didn't like. You know. I didn't explain <laughs> it to Bauer. I just simply said Devonta Smith it's going a, to the Eagles. It's a deep class, and they can get good weapons later on. Honestly, I don't know what they're gonna do. I mean, so, if Jamar Chase is there, the Eagles are taking Jamar Chase. I would hope well, so. So, yeah. if Devonta Smith is there, why don't the Eagles take Devonta Smith? Yeah, I don't know. I think exactly that with, with, I think the way Jeffrey Lurie thinks, I think if Jalen Wall is available, it's going to be a smash for him because I think he was looking for a speed guy last year like Jalen Rager. So I think if Jalen Waddle's there, he's good. If if not, it's J.C. Horn. Yeah. I, I really like Jalen Waddle as the uh, quote-unquote next to Sean Jackson for the Eagles. Mm-hmm. So he'll play two games out of every two seasons. <laughs> hey, maybe, but uh, hey, sounds great. On the field, at least, right? Sure. Think of the positives. <laughs> I've been an Eagles fan for over thirty years. We're not positive people. Let's move on to pick number thirteen. You're not positive. The should still be in San Diego Chargers, <laughs> and I don't know. What do you guys think? I don't have a feel for what the Chargers are going to do. I I don't maybe. think he's going to make it this far, but this is my perfect landing spot for Kyle Pitts. Yeah. Um. There's no way at this point, it seems like, that Kyle Pitts is going to be falling to 13. Uh, right. Two months ago, he was, but not now. But, man, if you could have Kyle Pitts with Justin Herbert. Keenan Allen. I mean, that's great. I also really do like Jalen Waddle here. I know Mike Williams is there, but he's only there for one more year, I believe. And right. Jalen Waddle with Justin Herbert's arm. I mean, that would be really exciting. So I, I like those two offensive weapons here. Otherwise, I think it's an offensive tackle. I think that's the more realistic pick here. Yeah, I'm with you with that, Nate. I think it's definitely offensive tackle. Yeah, I would roll offensive tackle as well. And I would always just say that I, at some point, and I get it, the, the, the top of this draft is loaded with offensive talent. Some defensive players have to fall here, and they do need, you know, edge rusher, safety, cornerback. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they've got some things they got to fill on the defensive side, and they Defensive minor head coach, so maybe they go that way. The next up, uh, F14, the Minnesota Vikings, a team, actually the next two I could see being dark horses to maybe move around and grab a quarterback, possibly. You never know. I, I think Kirk still has maybe two years left on his contract. I think he extended and did a yeah. pay cut type deal. Okay, so he's got one or two years up, but you know that, that last year is a lot of times um, voidable, so um, I could see it happening. I don't know. Maybe. What, what do you guys think at 14? Uh, I think they go defense, in my opinion. Um, they need help with defensive line. They was, they've been getting like killed with injuries and people leaving. So I think this is a – I sound like Bob today. Shoot, I'm picking all defensive people. But I think mm-hmm. they go um, Quiddy Pay. Quiddy Pay would be – he would fit perfectly in that, in that uh, defense. All right, and I'll tell you what. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna go to 15, 
um, which I think would be the perfect Mac Jones spot, 15th. Yeah, that's the Patriots. And then we're just going to go around each of us and then maybe pick out a couple teams that we think would be good, like these blah, blah, blah. So um, 15, Mike, you are a guest. What are you feeling that the Patriots are going to do? Maybe Bob's going to chime in. Not, not Bob, he's here. But maybe Sean's going to chime in in the chat. He's a Pats fan. He knows I, what they might do. I think the Patriots are going quarterback. They've gone to all of these first days, second day, pro days. They've been hanging out with Shanahan and Lynch. The Broncos have been there peeping through. And I I, I think the Patriots are trading up. Um, mm-hmm. On our podcast, we had them trading up to the Cowboys to get Mac Jones. Um, I think that I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be shocked if they trade up even further. This is, listen, you're getting, let's let's remember when you're getting a quarterback, you're getting years of control. This isn't like the days of Alex Smith, who just retired yesterday when, when he was the first overall pick, he was getting like free agent money. You get a good quarterback, these stud quarterbacks, you have years of control. I, I think the Patriots, much like in free agency, aggressive. I think they're aggressive here and they move on up. It's quarterbacks okay. in the future. All right, back in the future. So um, what we're going to do then to kind of close it out, but before we do, you know, we always want to talk to you guys about our friends over at DynastyHunter.com. Fantasy sports are created to give participants the GM experience of a Ford sports franchise. Can't even talk. But as fantasy sports became more mainstream with more accessibility to player information, it became more about who got lucky in the draft and who got to the waiver wire fast enough to pick up a player. Traditional fantasy sports lacks reality and rewards luck. It is not realistic to only focus on player performance and to not consider contracts. Do NFL teams assemble their rosters without contracts? Of course not. What if you could create a game that was more like the real NFL? Allow me to introduce you to DynastyOwner.com. DynastyOwner incorporates a salary cap and assigns players their real-life NFL contracts. It is no longer all about player performance. Every contract matters. The 2021 season for Dynasty Owner has just begun, and starting at $29, you can play a fantasy game that lets you face similar decisions that NFL general managers and owners face. So start your dynasty today at www.dynastyowner.com. I know Mike and Anthony are going to go sign up for a team right now, um, but <laughs> that's going to happen. So, Nate, we're going to start with you. We're just going to go um, from the bottom to the top. And just, you know, a couple spots that you could see or you like guys going here, there, wherever. Yeah, um, well, with skilled position players, guys who are fantasy football relevant, sorry, Bob, I'm not talking IDP. Um, <laughs> a lot of Bob shots. Yeah. Like, I don't see the Cardinals going offense, um, skill position. I don't see the Raiders doing that either. Um, Dolphins could here if a wide receiver drops and they went somewhere else in the first with their first pick. But I think the – the Washington football team is a dark horse to grab a wide receiver. They're kind of in that spot where it's a little early to reach on that next tier of wide receivers, but at the same time, their second round pick, they'll miss out on that second tier of wide receivers. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, if they're really looking for someone to take that step into a role across from Terry McLaurin, and, you know, especially when you have Ryan Fitzpatrick throwing the ball, this is a spot where you can grab someone like a Rashad Bateman or a Terrence Marshall or, you know, some some teams really like Kadarius Tony as a first-round pick or Rondell Moore. So mm-hmm. I think number 19 with the Washington football team, I think they're a dark horse to grab a wide receiver here. And it probably seemed like a reach on draft night, but if they get a really good number two across McLaurin, I mean, it's, it's worth it. 
Okay. Mike, any thoughts on the rest of the draft here? Rest of the draft. I mean, I, I mean, the Steelers to me are a lock for, I think they're, I mean, I'm, I'm calling it now. They're a lock first two rounds, running back first round, offensive line second round. So I think it's so, I, I think we're, we're going to see Najee Harris be the first running back off the board at pick 24. I really mm. do, you know, when I get grilled by Anthony on our podcast about that, uh, you know, because saying to me, I guess they don't need offensive line. Well, they'll get offensive line, Anthony. Relax. I just think this is a prime spot for running back. Uh, so we'll see what happens. Come, come hell or high water, they are getting a running back in this NFL draft. Okay. Um, Phil, how about yourself? Oh, man, this one's tough because I feel as though it's going to be a lot of defensive guys in the second half of this draft on the first round. I agree. But um, Chicago, in my opinion, they might go after a quarterback. I don't know how they feel about taking Kyle Trask this early, but that might be like a second or third round type thing. But uh, I'm looking. If Kyle Pitts would make it to 20, would they take Kyle Pitts? (laughs) (laughs) They, they could use another tight end, right? Exactly. Oh, good. Always. Uh, yeah, but I mean, it's, it's it gets kind of gets kind of sketchy near the bottom. But I mean, looking at the Ravens, it's like, do you take a receiver like Terrace Marshall? Like, I don't. I I, like I was that. listening to Nate the other day, and it's like I'm kind of understand what he's saying. It's like if you give Lamar the weapons, he will make it work. The only weapon that is making it work with him is Mark Andrews. You gave him a running game now. He got JK. Give him give him somebody big. Give him a Terrace Marshall. Give him a Rashad Bateman if he falls down that far. That's the that's the only thing I can see right now at the bottom of this draft because everybody seems legit. The Saints are legit. The Packers are legit. The Bills are legit. All these good all these guys are, are legit at these bottom of these drafts. Um bottom of this first round. So I would just say get give Lamar a piece and stop saying that he can't be a quarterback because he's a freaking quarterback. I absolutely agree, Porkman. Okay. Um, so one one thing I'm just looking at the bottom of the draft here at 30. You guys think that we could see the Bills trading out of the first round, maybe yep. into the second, picking up a stud running back because the running game's kind of as my daughter booty. was saying. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, I would love if they picked up a guy like if they Brought in a Javante Williams, something like that. He's an immediate upgrade over Zach Moss. Over, I kind of, yeah. I kind of like Michael Carter there a little bit better. Think, I mean, yeah. even if the bill, it's just for fantasy purposes. I mean, for NFL purposes, sure, but for fantasy purposes, do we know that Buffalo is going to use a running back enough that <laughs> if they go ahead and draft a running back, we're going to be like, oh hell yeah, like I'm in, like. All right. Well, it's, we don't we meet juries out on Buffalo Bills and running backs. We don't know anything. That's the thing. We're we're just hypothesizing right now. Um, but also, like I said before, you know, Jalen Waddle, I like him to Miami. If they don't get him at six, they can get him at eighteen. It could be a good spot for him as well. So, um, just a little bit of a quick draft preview. You know, didn't really have enough time to go over everything, but just kind of wanted to hit on it, talk a little draft for you guys, for our awesome listeners. Also want to remind you, more bonus podcasts, written content, all that good stuff. Check us out over at patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind. We have lowered our pricing. $5 a month gets you everything. It's not $8 anymore. So you save $3 a month. You save $30,000 over the course of the year. 
Like, you know. yeah, quick math is not my specialty. You're welcome. <laughs> For sure. But you are welcome. So uh, before we head on out, uh, Mr. Huff, thank you again for joining us. And why don't you tell all of our listeners, if they do not know who you are, where they can find you and your podcast. Well, listen, this is always my favorite podcast to jump on with you fine gentlemen. I still listen. I have a podcast, but I don't care because I still think you have the best logo in the game. Anthony doesn't like when I promote other people, but you have the best logo in the game. It, it is. It's true. This this happens. I have a shirt. It's wonderful. I should have worn it tonight, but I had to do laundry. So I apologize. But yes, follow me on Twitter at the FF Realist. We do a podcast called the FF Face Off. Me and Anthony Servino, who would I would be lost without because if you haven't been able to tell on the show, I'm not easy to deal with. I talk out of turn. Uh, but yeah, he helps uh, steer the ship. We've got our mental health potathon coming up uh, in July, and that should be a good time too. So uh, yeah, follow me on Twitter, and uh, yeah, enjoy the yeah. ride. Mike's a oh. great guy to talk to. You can always reach out to him. He's he's just an all around great dude. Um, and Nate, got to get you out of here before you fall asleep. Where can we follow you on Twitter? <laughs> Uh, you can follow me at Nate NFL. I promise that my takes are not as bland as my handle. <laughs> I don't know where you're getting that from, but uh, we will certainly keep that Porkman, where can we find you on Twitter? You can find me at FF Porkman on Twitter. You might catch me eating bacon on Twitter. You might catch me eating pulled pork on Twitter. Just, you sure shit like won't eat. catch him in the corner, though. No one puts Porkman in the corner. Yeah, Mike. Thank, thanks, Mike. I'm about to join the. I'm about to join y'all. Mike doesn't appreciate me. Come on down, dude. But anyway, this mic can be found on Twitter <laughs> at Rewind CEO. However, I would much rather you follow the show at Dinosaur Rewind. Please check out our Twitch, YouTube, Periscope, uh, Twitter, all that good stuff. Patreon.com forward slash Dinosaur Rewind. Tons of great stuff. Our YouTube has the one-on-one series coming out every Friday morning. Uh, our mock drafts come out every Monday morning. Both of those drop at 6 a.m. So when you're getting ready for work, sitting on the throne, you know what to do. And mm-hmm. for the record, the Costco bacon is as advertised, especially the thick cut. I have a pack at home. But until next time, everybody, be kind. Thanks. Please rewind. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Rewind. Please make sure you subscribe, rate, and review. And as always, be kind. Please rewind.